Times like these are tough for all of us, and sticking together is more important than ever. One of the ways we can do that is supporting local businesses. So let's take a second to talk about one of Okeechobee's favorite small businesses, Squishy OKC. Squishy provides custom apparel and graphic design work. T-shirts, hoodies, hats, you name it. Their custom artwork is super fun and totes adorbs. Here's an impression of me seeing Squishy OKC stuff for the first time. Oh my gosh, look how cute it is! <clears throat> If this is something you're interested in, follow at SquishyOKC on Instagram. SquishyOKC! Hello and welcome to the podcast that explores the Heartlands Entertainment Industries. I'm Brian. <laughs> and I'm joined today by uh, the ghost of Nicholas Zabo. Yeah, sorry, I was just doing <laughs> Ryan trying to nail the intro. Oh my gosh, yeah, a little bit it's, rusty. Yeah, we're 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 joined via Zoom, as is the rest of the planet uh, during this particular time in history, because that's just the cool thing to do. You know, we could have met because the lockdown's starting to to go down, mm. but we were like, why, why do that when the new norm is zooming? Fashionable. It's the fashionable thing to do. Plus, I really enjoy talking to people when they're not in the same room as me. Like, it's, I, it's really nice, isn't it? I get to spread out. I never get to do that. Just, oh. You're so. not wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants. Mm -hmm. In and fact, I, I haven't worn pants in I don't even know how long. And when you are in the same room as someone not wearing pants... You know, then it gets awkward, but then we're like, awkward. you know what? I can just go in the other room and we could Zoom. So, Bri, how's, uh, how's uh, I guess it's a little post-quarantine, but how's just the social isolation? Yeah, man. Well, uh, let's see here. Um, this has been, okay, so today is, uh, <laughs> today is Monday, May 25th. Mm -hmm. This thing started March, what, like 15th or something? something like that like mid-march like quarantine or I, 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 no i feel like it was in february because we were i was planning we were planning on some kind of valentine's day thing not you and me me and my wife <laughs> <laughs> no, we were planning for our valentine's day date yeah, we were planning for our valentine's day date. and this yeah. thing just threw a wrench into it and just shut down yeah uh so i think it was in february oh even gosh. back then I know, well, the quarantine started March. Right. So March, April, May. So this has been three months of this social distance crap. It really just, and just, yeah. Do you realize it's been a quarter of a year? It is, you could write this quarantine off on your taxes. Yeah, no, this whole thing has just been, I, I haven't realized how much time is going by. I haven't noticed that. We miss spring. We miss the the, the thirty days. <laughs> yeah. a year. We miss the thirty days a year where it's actually nice outside. Now it's yeah. just still hot. Awesome. And I feel like I've actually done uh, quite a bit of gr of growing, of changing. Mm -hmm. I haven't touched any of my location sound equipment in that duration of time. So I forgot that it exists, and I have become a farmer. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've seen I've seen evidence of it, and those things are sprouting. And yeah, a farmer, uh, not oh, I was gonna say just a gardener, but no, you got the little uh, chickens running. You got around. the chickens, yeah. man. We, you know, I I mean, I've gardened a vegetable garden for a while now, but this year it was like now it's for sustenance. Now it's because we must survive. Yeah, and you so 
it was really good that you found that bag of overalls. I know overalls. You know, I had a stick of wheat hanging out of my mouth. And that's I actually, I legit started smoking a pipe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, I can also attest to that one. Yeah. Since the, it was kind of funny because like, uh, if you are, if you are a frequent listener of the show, you know that I have had my struggles with smoking cigarettes. Well, what greater opportunity to quit smoking cigarettes than a global pandemic? <laughs> so I quit smoking cigarettes, like almost as soon as the quarantine stuff started, but I was like, Mm, if you've ever, if you've ever smoked cigarettes habitually, it's hard to cut back. So in order to curve the nick fits, then smoke a pipe. You don't breathe it in. You're just puffing on it like an old man. It's totes I okay. I don't smoke, but I also have nick fits sometimes. No, you, <laughs> those are my nick fits. It's just you going into a dance rage. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people like were going like I I I, I want to quit doing this. I just need a sign like I, at the exact moment, and how many people were just like, oh oh okay. <laughs> yeah, ah, uh, I guess that's a sign. I, I so, don't notice them, but I got that one. Yeah, received. So I've been smoking a pipe, and my uncle, who was a connoisseur of tobacco of pipe tobacco, gave me a full supply. So now I have my humidor that's full of cigars that I have frequented from time to time, mm-hmm. but now I also have my supply of pipe tobacco fine to pipe tobacco so That's i've been waking up pipe tobacco i've been waking up at the crack of dawn and tending the garden with my tomatoes and my okra and my you know my freaking brussels sprouts and green beans and carrots and potatoes and all this mess and then i got a wild hair and there's been this fence that's been falling down in my backyard for god knows how long and i i got sick of looking at that fence so i tore it all down and i refurbished the wood into a chicken coop and hen house and now we have two hens <laughs> so now we have fresh eggs every day man you've been going crazy with just like just the activity just the amount of activity you, you've been doing like i feel like i've been gone into hibernation on that point and you're just like okay this is this is the time like i'm like, going to build an empire <laughs> I'm, Every time we see Brian's house now, it's just like, it's just add additions to it. And like, oh, there's more life there. There's chickens and what? And okay. Yeah. Like a rope swing. And then I started a side hustle as a handyman. So I've been like installing lights and, you know, putting power outlets in there, crawling in the, in the, you know, the, uh, what's that called? The crawl space of your, of different houses to install You're the stuff. Handyman. You should know these terms. Yeah. <laughs> I've been stuck down there. I will say, uh, if I have the choice between an attic and a crawl space, I'll pick a crawl space any day <laughs> because Ooh, the attic really? is freaking brutal, man. Ah, that's interesting. I, my first instinct would be to say attic. No, screw the attics because there's all that uh, insulation that is in the air and that you have to wear a mask so you don't breathe it in. True. There's always the threat of you falling through the ceiling. <laughs> it's part of the fun. Yeah. Whereas with crawl spaces, all you have to worry about is spiders and snakes. You know, it's That's fine. too much for me. That's already too much. And throw in some rats, mouse. Throw in some rats, you know, hey, all you got to do is just, you know, take a, take a gun down there with you and have a, have a, you know, a quick draw battle with the giant rats. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? It's that or karate. So... Uh, and it's a pretty tight space down there for karate. I would yeah, imagine. I know. You try to roundhouse kick a uh, uh, snake down in the crawl space, it's gonna, you're going to lose every time. 
you're having some adventures down in those crawl spaces in your handyman. Man, I'll tell you, I I have been in so many uncomfortable spots during this quarantine, which it's actually been kind of cool to do handyman work because like you're socially distant. Nobody wants to hang out with the handyman while he's doing all this work, you know, and most of the time, most yeah, I know. Uh, those are the exceptions. Well, I actually, I have uh, a friend of mine come with me and he always has a, an electric guitar on the swish effect just in case. So whenever oh. I walk in with my toolbox, he's like, wicka, 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 wow. Yeah. <laughs> it was the dumbest joke I'll ever tell on this show. <laughs> Very useful. Your social distancing safe for that guy. And he's coughing yeah. and hacking the entire time. Yeah. But it's worth it. <laughs> wicka, wicka. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's actually, if my voice sounds rough right now, it's actually because I was in an attic without a mask, and it's the, the freaking insulation kind of got to me. Right. So, yeah, sounds about right that you would be like, "Oh man, you have to go in there and wear a mask. It's bull, it's bull crap." And then you go up there and you're like, "I'm not gonna wear the mask." Well, be, I'll tell you because if, when you start sweating your balls off and you can't yeah. breathe, oh I, man, it's it's brutal. I'm with you. I've installed it. It's, it's the worst. It's rough. <laughs> right? That summer's coming, baby. Yeah. Yeah. So to, to recap, I have been gardening. I have been smoking a pipe, a, a tobacco pipe. I have been doing handiwork, and I now have chickens. Mm-hmm. So I am basically an 85-year-old man from the Great yeah. Depression. You really went from like early 30s to late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All it took was a global pandemic. So about you, what have you been up to for the past three months? The exact opposite, man. The wife and I have just been hibernating, just trying to, uh, you know, get into our little cocoon so we can emerge as beautiful butterflies. Um, Love it. Going steadily through the list of video games. Uh, My other job is kind of just writing stuff online, and uh, that's been going strong. It was actually kind of funny because they sent out an email that was basically just like, Man, this COVID thing's crazy, huh? Good thing we're online. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, you know, like it, it was thing, just, we've got a forward-thinking business structure. Yeah, it was just one of those like this is affecting a lot of people, but not us. High five. See you later. Yeah, um, never so missed a beat. So that's been going well. So yeah, just that in video games. Um, I do think that uh, all the extra sitting in a chair has amplified my old man back. Nice. Uh, horribly because. These past few weeks, actually, I've been in pretty bad pain backwise, and I actually went to the doctor to like make sure like everything is just all right in there. And uh, I got the test results back, and he's just like, "Yes, you are old. You are." <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> like I got, I, I went and I went and peed. I I gave him blood. I they 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 xed my rays. Then wow. uh, I, I left a stool sample, even though they didn't ask, <laughs> uh, it, and and everything seems to be coming up, coming up good. So basically, just yeah, dealing with the with an old back. But the good thing I can do that for is that I'm, I got I'm paying that health insurance, bro. So I'm able to uh, hey. get those tests. Oh yeah, if I'm shelling out all that money for it, I might as well actually use it. Oh yeah. Well, and I think we you. Off the air, we have talked about how there's a very strong possibility that you, sir, have the antibodies mm-hmm. to this entire situation right now. I have the, I have the answers. Inside. You, are, you are the walking cure because you got this thing 
I think. Allegedly. We're I like 99.9% sure. Yes, because we came from the Bay Area. Uh, we thought it was earlier than all the other cases, but uh, but then they released data that was like, oh, actually, the first COVID death was in the Bay Area around the time you were there, Nicholas. So, <laughs> so ha, ha, ha. And then we got when we got home from vacation, we both just came down with just the the symptoms for it of just it was like the weirdest illness you've ever had yeah weirdest illness cough fever muscle aches and everything and i went over to brian's house to we had a writer's meeting (laughs) we had a writer's meeting and everyone was making fun of me because i was wearing gloves yeah yeah but i was wearing gloves because i was trying to be somewhat considerate and those (laughs) a-holes were just like wearing gloves and being all shaved so you're sa- I saved your life. Yeah, you Welcome. probably did. You probably did. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I just I'm going to you I'm going to hold you to that that you brought COVID-19 to a writers meeting <laughs> unbeknownst to any of us. And most people don't even bring snacks. Yeah. So you I, I'm brought here, the I'm global pandemic to our front door. Yeah, everyone was just like we're brainstorming ideas. Here's one. <laughs> <laughs> Here's yeah, a I uh, I'm ready for all this crap to be over with. I'm glad the lockdown's starting to go away. It looks like movie productions and things are starting to get greenlit and move back into production. So I think it's good that we uh, are talking about today's topic with today's guest, which is Ed Scoach from Altgate Insurance. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, you've heard our ad for Altgate Insurance. And... uh, we all are talking insurance. It's insurance. And it's all gate. And it's best. But we're talking production insurance because that's, you know, like that is right now specifically, that is what is going to uh, allow you to make your project happen at all. <laughs> it was so, super important before and it's arguably even more important right it's now. It's even more important now. Now, a little disclaimer for you listeners. We recorded this back in, I want to say February. Time travel. Time travel, future past. So, you know, we don't talk about global pandemics in this episode. We are going to try to do a follow-up episode to this one to kind of update the information as far as production insurance goes with all the new stuff because like, Good Lord, people. The it's new great. safety protocols that are being put in place uh, to deal with this has been... And I just had an hour and a half long meeting over new safety protocols. Um, tongs! For an upcoming... Yeah, freaking using tongs is one of the ideas. We'll see how that we'll plays see. out. That may be a mainstay in a few months. We'll see. We'll see. So I don't know. Listen, Production we're tongs. We're, so when you listen, we're not ignorant. We're just in the past. <laughs> yes, this episode makes my brain hurt so bad. Even whenever I was editing this this conversation, it was uh, my brain was exploding over and over again. So enjoy, put on your thinking caps, and let's go to our conversation with Ed Scoach from Altgate Insurance. Ed Scoach, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me here, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm the opportunity to be here. I'm so excited to talk to you because the the topic of insurance, especially in the world of filmmaking, is so um, 
Nick, back me up here. Would you say it's kind of intimidating? I'm, I'm backing you up, man. I'm backing you up back no matter what. Up. It's super intimidating. It, I thought it, you were going to say boring. scary. No, no. Whenever I hear insurance, <laughs> it doesn't go through a boring filter. It goes through a, oh, I'm in over my head filter. Yep. That's a lot of paperwork filter. And then maybe it touches on boring, but those two definitely first. Yeah. Well, I know it's for me, the cocktail talk. If I want to shut it down, I just tell people I'm in the insurance industry. <laughs> like, okay, like, I don't want to talk to that. I don't want to talk to this person anymore. I want some more of those cocktail weenies. Well, and it's funny because like, you know, when you're making a movie, if you're wanting to do it seriously and safely, you know, safety is something that we talk about a lot on the show. Insurance is, it's such an important thing, but again, it's just, it's, I feel like it's often overlooked Yeah. or at least it's like thought of the last, like, oh, right. I need, I need like liability stuff and all that jazz. It's usually thought of right as people are preparing to do something dangerous. Right. Just like, Somebody's like, uh, we can't throw that person off that bridge. It's like, so what do we have insurance? Yeah. That's right. So before we get started, tell us exactly what it, who the company is that you're with and what exactly it is that you do. Sure. So I'm, I'm a lawyer by trade. I'm also a patent attorney and I was working doing litigation for a long time. And then I went inside an insurance company. I was an underwriter and then I left and co-founded Aldgate Insurance Services, which is an in, a commercial insurance brokerage. And one of the things we specialize in is insurance for the entertainment industry. So it's film, music, events, that kind of thing. Yeah. So you're kind of a Renaissance man as a lawyer. Freaking insurance. Boom. Yeah. Try to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, and is that kind of, in Oklahoma, um, insurance agencies that like focus on film, is that kind of rare? It it's, feels like it's, it's rare. It's rare. There's only a couple of us really that focus on it. And so I, the insurance company I used to work for, I was at Lloyd's of London for a while. I was in New York. And so opening up the brokerage here was interesting because Oklahoma has such a great film rebate program. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the stuff that we work on is because of that. Yeah, and it, it gets mistaken for New York all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma, New York. It's the same Sounds thing. exactly the same. <laughs> so you're, you're based in Oklahoma. Is there a particular region that you guys cover? So insurance, basically you have to be licensed in each state that you sell insurance in. Okay. So, so we're headquartered here. So we are licensed in the state of Oklahoma, but we also have licenses around the country. Um, not in every state, but in a, a, a great number of states. Nice. Gotcha. Nice. Cool. So again, we're talking about insurance, all you listeners, just to, to I'm going to be kind of like coming back, not only to keep the listeners on track, but to also keep me on track because I'm one of those that, um, when you start talking insurance and attorneys and that kind of stuff, like I get lost super easy. So I'm going to try to be keeping myself on track. Right. What percentage of people do you think that happens with you, Ed? Like you start talking about the insurance and everything, and then you just kind of see eyes start to just wander a bit. But I <laughs> wanted to make my space movie. I'll tell you, so what you said was totally correct. People come to us at the last minute. It's mm -hmm. like, we're going to start shooting this weekend or tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, can we get insurance today? Um, no, we don't know where we're going to shoot. No, we don't. <laughs> You know, have the oh, script no. done. I mean, I'm joking about it. <laughs> well, we have a camera, <laughs> we have a camera. <laughs> and a dream. Um, so it's it's what I prefer is to give people kind of a uh, uh, like a white paper, a, a fact, saying, okay, before you call me, have the following items in hand. 
because then I can move much faster. Right. Oh, that's some great. of the stuff we can buy in the same day if you come to us with full information, uh, you know, the script, you know, what the value of the equipment rentals are, you know, who you need certificates of insurance for, um, you know, where's it going to be? What's the budget? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This kind of thing. What was, what was it like making that change uh, and dealing kind of with more film entertainment people? Cause speaking as an you know artsy fartsy type person, we're pretty weird and out there and insurance really kind of is the last thing we think of. So how was that adjustment? So the, the biggest difference is that most insurance is bought on an annual basis, right? Mm. So your automobile insurance, your homeowner's insurance. And so what I did historically is work on commercial insurance, which usually a company comes in, they're used to purchasing it. They know kind of what they want. They, you know, it's going to be a year. They pay the premium up, up at the beginning of the year and their business is going to be the same over the course of the year. And they're right. going to come back the next year and the business is probably going to be the same with film is it going to be 30 days? Is it going to be a single day <laughs> yeah, shoot? Is yeah. it going to be 180 days? Is the budget going to be zero? Yeah. Which it can't be ever. Yeah. The least um, consistent. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's got the, a high degree of variability, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the time. Yeah. So that's the, that's the biggest difference. So you can do policies on an annual basis for sure. So if you're a, an entity that shoots commercials all the time, you buy an annual policy, just, like a regular business. Makes you're going to be shooting 15 commercials this month, you know, web commercials. You're going to be doing this. You're going to do maybe do a documentary. Whereas a film, a project-based policy, you know, is it one day? Is yeah. It, yeah. Is it a year? The traveling circus. It's such a weird, I'm going to start a business for 30 days. Yeah, it really and is. And then it's going like, to disappear. It really is just like a campsite of a business each time. You know, like this movie, LLC. And you're like, oh, that's cool. It won't exist in like 40 days, but that is cool. Yeah. And and that's the problem when people come in with this idea that they can do that, but they're not prepared for all of the things that they have to have lined up right at the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. so you don't get the insurance. You know, usually when I, when I counsel people that are doing, starting a business, I tell people first, Get a good accountant. Mm-hmm. Second, get a lawyer. Third, get a good insurance broker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, but do those things prior to launching the company because you want to have those things lined up. You want to have your your accounting has got to be set up. You're, you know, you've got to know what form the business is going to take and, and what you can do legally. And, you know, you're going to operate in multiple states, et cetera. So film, you really want to do the same thing. You know, n- try to find that insurance broker and say, okay, here's what we're going to do here. I've got a little lead time, get a quote, you know, go through the process of getting that quote a month, six months ahead of time, whatever, when that, when you first start uh, hatching that idea, then you can sit on that quote, right. come back to it later, hone the details. And then you, you've, you've lined the things up. You've also, You've gotten a quote, so it's already in your budget. So you know it's going to cost right. X dollars. So your investors, you don't have to scrounge five grand or 15 grand at the last minute, you know, because, oh, we're shooting on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, again, I feel like film people are just a special breed because sometimes the lack of preparedness is almost kind of shocking. So, like, what percentage do you think of, you know, either producers or projects that come in and say, we have all the stuff that you have. We've thought about the accountants or how many, or like what percentage is that? And what percentage is kind of like, 
I don't know, make magic, make fix it for us. <laughs> yeah, I can't really say because it's really highly dependent upon the but size of the budget, right? Okay. So if it's say the budget is under a million mm -hmm. bucks, you know, a lot of those folks don't, you know, they've the person handling it hasn't been through this rodeo a bunch of times. Yeah. General. They're not sure. They don't remember. Somebody else handled it last time, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, once the budget is over a million, let's say it's three or five or whatever, those people generally know what's going on. But even yeah. they gotcha. will have gaps in their knowledge base because maybe they, you know, they've moved around that food chain in the film. So maybe they didn't place the insurance last time, but they were just, you know, they were part of that process. They were yeah. one of the people that helped or they're the ones that just got the certificates and now they're the ones that are actually buying the insurance. That's uh, a gotcha. very good point. Yeah. I'm definitely like jumped onto a new project. It's like, I've never done this role before. And then people are like, oh, usually this happens. And I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, no. Someone should have told me that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to hone in on, so to, to take a step back and reiterate, this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's reset. Take a step back and reiterate. So we have like a production company who's going to have insurance annually. Movie, and LLC. Then, <laughs> right. Then you have a project-based insurance uh what, what, what's it called? Well, so, so the first one would be, you know, Video Ventures LLC. That's the gotcha. annual one. Gotcha. Movie LLC is the project-based one. Just right. for the single movie, and then yeah. they're done. Mm -hmm. it, dis right. it disappears. So, I'm, so I want to focus in on that low-budget movie. Like, let's say, let's give it a, a budget of... Movie LLC. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Movie LLC. We're going to give it a budget of 50000 right? So... I'm thinking of the average of our listeners that would that would be making a movie or something like that. Let's say fifty thousand, and that's even, you mm -hmm. know, that's even, that might be a little high for for some people. Uh, a little, I'm sitting here like I would love fifty thousand, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but you know, when you have that low of a budget, um, and you've got to spend that budget on production costs like wardrobe, like hotels, you know, like paying your actors, paying your crew, and all that kind of stuff. Why is it so important to spend X amount of dollars on insurance on your lawyer and what was the third one? Oh, lawyer, accountants, accountants and accountants. Yeah. Yeah. So, so number one, you you're going to have to follow if you're paying, if there's any payroll involved, you know, Oklahoma is pretty straightforward. Unless someone is a pure volunteer, you're just going to give them lunch. Mm -hmm. um, they need workers comp. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah basically. I mean, yeah. You know, and that's the state law, right? That's state law for workers gotcha. comp. So, so you start paying somebody and, you know, guaranteed you should be looking at workers comp. Now this is something to talk to the lawyer about, right? Mm -hmm. Are these people really volunteers? Um, not something for me to answer, not something for an insurance broker to answer, but talk to your lawyer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you want to have somebody that's, you know, you're going to come back to time and time again and say, yeah, steer you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So, Workers' compensation, think about that. Number two, general liability. Are you getting it? You're getting that to protect the public as a whole. You're also getting that if it's required for permitting reasons. Mm -hmm. So you're going to do a shoot in downtown Tulsa or Oklahoma City. They're going to require you to get a permit to shoot that film, right? So part of that process is buying the general liability. Oklahoma Film and Music, also, if you're going to get a rebate, you need general liability. So you Number have to three. have your, your insurance lined up in order to even approach the rebate. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. I mean, I think you can get pre-approval. I think you can get pre-approval promising you will get that. 
Right. Don't know if you have to have a line. Right. That's a question, but that, sure the but that is a thing with locations that that's usually kind of the first or second thing they'll ask is like, do you have insurance? Yeah. So yeah. permits and then locations, if they're going to rent the space out to you or something, you're going to shoot a lodge or something like that. They're going to yeah. say, we need the general liability for, for this shoot and we need a certificate. Number three, I think is in the Marine cover, which is covers your equipment. So you've got two types there. You've got the rented equipment, rental equipment, and you've got your own equipment. So if you have a bunch of nice camera equipment, somebody's going to come join you, you want that covered for breakage, loss, whatever, that's in Marine coverage. Gotcha. Brian, you're if about you're that, right? I'm all yeah. about that. I, well, we were talking a little bit earlier about, um, for me, it's so important. You know, I, I'm walking around with, you know, five figures worth of equipment all the time. And I'm bringing my, that gear onto some randos production. I don't know these people from Adam, aside from just the basic interview process that we've had and, you know, deal memos and all that kind of stuff. But I'm entrusting this production with my gear that I have been, that I have bought over the course of 10, 12 years. So yeah. having a certificate of insurance is really important because like that's, if something breaks, I got to know that it's going to be yeah. taken care of. So can you explain a little bit of what the COI is? And sure, all that? sure. Well, let's, <clears throat> let me finish the Marine thing yeah. first. So you might buy, if you have enough equipment, um, if you don't have the coverage under your rental policy at your house or your homeowner's policy, you might want to buy just inland marine coverage just to have it for the full year. We have somebody that um, year in and year out, he's an Okie, he buys equipment cover, and guess what? Just had a claim. His house essentially got broken into and looted. Oh, Ooh. gosh. Um, so all of his equipment gone. Uh. They, they knew what they were taking. So, so we need to talk after yeah, we're done. So right. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, is a thing of nightmares, man. Yeah. Either that or you just got to start carrying around all your equipment all the time, <laughs> yeah. literally. So, yeah. I mean, utility belt. I'll tell you, anytime I leave my car and with my gear in it, I'm always like, uh, my butt puckers the whole time. Yeah. Just like, I mean, that's your no, livelihood God, in no. your car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Please, no. Yeah. So, so that's in any rental house is going to require you to have that certificate of insurance because if they're going to hand you the stuff, they're going to want to have the coverage. Yep. You know, anybody here in town, anybody here in anywhere, if they're renting the stuff out to you, they're going to require it. So those are the three, the three basic um, insurance parts. And then of course there's automobile insurance for commercial auto. Mm -hmm. If you're renting vehicles for, for, for driving around mm -hmm. and um, then after post-production, you know, you're talking about Arizona emissions insurance for the copyright and trademark possibilities. If you want to get the thing out onto Vimeo or, you know, get a deal with Sony to distribute your film, you're going to, they're going to require you to have that stuff. Too. Just, so, oh, so there's a whole bunch of different types yeah. of insurances. Okay. So now, man, so okay. We're going to come back to that too. Cause I want to, I want, I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's talk COI real so, quick. Certificates of insurance. So the most important thing to know about that is it is a, document produced on a standard form, industry standard form. And right at the top, it says, this does not confer rights. Uh, it's not a policy. Mm -hmm. It's not coverage. It's signed by the broker. Um, it's basically a summary of mm -hmm. the insurance they bought. Mm -hmm. So the problem with it is, is that right at the top, it's telling you it's not worth the paper it's written on. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, it all just sounds like, why is this here? This is not a piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a rental house, you might want to be thinking about actually asking for the policy. 
Oh, okay. Or the declarations pages of the policy. So you actually see that the coverage is in place and they have, you know, they don't have a, an exclusion in there for whatever. Gotcha. Um, so it, it'd be a good idea to actually get the actual policy as, as opposed to just a single page certificate of insurance. Right. Um, that's what I would recommend to rental houses and, and basically anybody that's requiring insurance ask for the policy, ask for the declarations page. Gotcha. And look, if you're an insured, get your policy. Mm -hmm. Do not put up with having a broker that does not give you your policy, by the way. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Don't just name, get a name names, Ed. Who, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Who's not giving out the policy? <laughs> well, when I have to go to somebody and actually request that, you know, can I have that policy? Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, we never got it. Yeah. yeah. It's all I got. Yeah. Like, I just went in and signed some stuff and then, got this certificate. I'm like, oh, yeah. that, that, that's like almost an imperfect impression of me. I just feel like if I ever, I just, the guy just handed me papers and I signed them. I thought, thought the movie was good then. Yeah. Demand more. <laughs> <laughs> Ask for more. So what happens if say that low budget project, you know, say they're, they're looking at all the production expenses and all this kind of stuff. And they just, they just say to themselves, you know what, we're going to, we're not going to spend the money on insurance we're going to place our bets in getting this thing done and nothing goes wrong. Sobbing over here. <laughs> okay. What, what are the risks that happen when you decide to just completely 86 an attorney, 86 your insurance, 86 all of that, and you just 86 means not go with yeah. for the lay person. That's, I, feel like I forget be, that that's like waiter talk. I feel like, I, I feel like there should be like a ding in that. Ding. Ding. 86 means. I think, I think there's the, the story behind that is it what it was on. Commercial Street in New York, there was an 86 is a bar that used to be a speakeasy. Okay. And, it, ah. and the, the bar burned down, I think. Check this out. <laughs> okay. And it was 86th from the face of and the earth. 86, yeah. Commercial. <laughs> you said, oh, the door, I cannot open. wait to get that Jeopardy question now. Check it out. <laughs> I always see, I actually learned 86 from whatever I, I used. To, I waited tables for six years. That's mm -hmm. why my self-esteem is as low as it is. <laughs> It's been beaten down. Yeah, beaten to a pulp. <laughs> With a tenderizer. Yeah, and the funny thing is, when you work in film, everybody waited tables, so we all use 86. Sure. Yeah. So, so that's it. New York Anywho. City. That's funny. So, I always thought it was a film thing. Sorry. Nope. Check it out. <laughs> Fact check. Fact check. Um, so, so what happens when a production decides to 86 insurance? So, so maybe everything goes just fine. It's, you know, insurance is for when it doesn't go fine. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have, you know, a disaster happens, you lose your kit, you know, your, your, your equipment goes missing, gets stolen, gets, gets, you know, pulled out of a car and goes missing. So you're sitting there having to pay for it yourself. That's the equipment cover. Um, obviously, if you've rented it, you know, they're going to come after you because they're really not going to put up with you going back to the rental house and saying, yeah, sorry, dude. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's a I, chill rental. I know, I, I know I just <laughs> photocopied and whited out an old film that I worked on and gave you the certificate. <laughs> oh, um, but Has that happened? Really have, I've never heard of that. <laughs> okay. 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 Just making sure I can make it up though. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what the the workers comp. That's a, that's a law thing. You know, that's a, that, that's, you know, That's something that you comp. have to do or else you're in violation you, of the this law. This is why you need a lawyer, you know, decide yeah. whether or not they're, you're, you're required to have the coverage, make sure you have the coverage. Um, so that can be a problem. Um, the general liability, it's, it's you injure somebody that's a bystander that's walking down the street, you drop yeah. a light on them, you 
put something through a window, you mm. ruin some floors, et cetera. It, it's coming out of your pocket. So, mm -hmm. you know, do you want to, one of the best things about insurance is someone to call. It is the person at the other end of the line that picks up the phone when you go, Oh no, this happened. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the main reasons you buy general liability coverage to sleep at night is that you have, there's, you can call an insurance company. They hire you a lawyer that responds to that lawsuit that you got or the demand that you get in the mail where it mm -hmm. says, you know, pay up or else. Right. So plus a lot of these policies have additional bells and whistles to them where you can ahead of time get a checklist. Here's your safety checklist. If you're mm -hmm. going to go through this, you can contact lines for free um, just because you have a policy and, and go through it. Okay. I could pass this out to everybody on the crew. Here's some suggestions on how to stay safe in the event of X, Y, Z getting caught on the rainstorm on the, <laughs> yeah. In the you heard that story. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ouch. You know, yeah. I think that's probably in there. Yeah. Um, so, so you have, it's, it's a lifeline. It's a, it's a, it's something where some, you've got help at a really cheap price, really. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, no one wants to respond to those lawsuits themselves. Imagine having a, we've, I've talked to plenty of people that, that, didn't buy a certain type of insurance and then they, they get the they get the letter from the lawyer saying pay up or else and then they end up having to pay a lawyer more than they much more than they would have paid the ins the um, uh, the insurance mm -hmm. just to have it go away that's even yeah. if it goes away so Jeez. I had somebody tell me you know they got a, a cease and desist letter on a trademark uh, and copyright it was actually and a copyright violation and they didn't, I, they said, oh yeah, I spent 15 grand on lawyers to just, just to make it go away. Never paid a dollar for Golly. it. Like you could have bought the insurance for a fraction of that. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's not something that everyone thinks about. But. Well, and that's another really interesting perspective to, to keep in mind is the, the cease and desist stuff of like, you know, cause we make sketches about Facebook and ring.com and <laughs> That is All that true. Stuff. Yeah. Brian stopped putting that into the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's been going great. Yeah. And nothing will happen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, you never really think about that. I know I'm using myself as an example. Like, we rarely think about stuff like that mm -hmm. when it comes to um, just getting sued or something like that. Yeah. Or just like so. literally just putting stuff out. Do you, do you have like a whenever someone comes in and it's like, well, we don't need that insurance or we don't need this. Do you have like some kind of, do you have something you say to them or is it kind of more just, or is it more just, or is it more just like, Hey man, what? Okay. <laughs> Sucks so, to be you. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit of that. Horror too. stories. Yeah. So uh, I, there's not something, I mean, it's a business decision. You know, it's always yeah. a business decision to buy insurance or not buy insurance. If you're not being required to have it by law, or by someone that's, you know, just says, look, if you're going to sign this contract with us, you have to have the following insurance. So we welcome the people that say, you know, we're going to be at this location. Here's the insurance requirement. Can you get me insurance that meets that requirement? Okay. Mm -hmm. Super straightforward. Mm -hmm. Here's the bill. They're going to end up passing it off usually anyway, building it into the budget. They know ahead of time it's, it's a done deal. Mm -hmm. Okay. No problem with the people that make the the decision not to buy when it's something that, you know, we just presented to them. Look, this is going to cost you about this much. Yeah. You know, 
you if you're going to do stuff that's got some inherent danger to it, you should be thinking about building in some cost factor for this. You, you, just, you just should. Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge fan of uh, gorilla shoots. Um, Me neither. You know, <laughs> it's not I, a I great prefer, idea. I prefer humans myself. Yeah. <laughs> Gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> like nom de guerre. Uh, yeah. Oh, those like laboratory. French. Those, 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 those French filmmakers. <laughs> those gorilla filmmakers. All right. <laughs> All right, Jean-Luc. <laughs> I mean, I, I've heard stories like this. I, you know, uh, uh, I know someone that, uh, you know, they did this. They they went into an abandoned building. They did a shoot. Um, a light goes pop and the sprinklers all go off. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> so... The police are coming, the no. fire department's oh, coming, no. the equipment's gone, you know, they're under threat of arrest for trespassing. Oh my God. That just makes That's me a think bad of, day. you don't want I to mean, do like that. film sets, like we've had a Murphy's Law episode on the show mm -hmm. of like Murphy's Law just rules the set. And like all of us have our own Murphy's Law story. Mm -hmm. I mean, Nick, I'm sure you've got a ton. I sure have a ton. Like you just, you cannot... It you can't predict some of the crap that happens. No, it really, and it's almost kind of shocking at this point. Of like, again, it's not the first thing you tend to. Again, using my myself as an example, we're throwing ourselves both in there. Uh, but <laughs> we're again, throwing ourselves under the bus a lot right. on this one because, like, like, I feel like I'm so guilty of so much. It's like I don't think of these things or getting insurance, but then just the thought of it of like, oh, oh my gosh, I've been on so many sets where the worst case scenario, and it just happens just like that mm -hmm. and you're like why wouldn't you have insurance to just have that peace of mm -hmm. mind to protect from it because almost any time i feel like on set it's been like okay as long as this doesn't happen we're fine like yeah. i feel like that gets said so many times and it's just like just get rid of that just get your insurance man yeah. so we don't yeah. have to worry about it yeah yep definitely true what is the um this have you seen the movie lost in la mancha no oh my gosh the, i mean from an insurance standpoint, uh, anyone out there, every one of you listeners should watch the movie Lost in La Mancha. It's about, um, I can't remember the name of the director, but back in the early 90s, uh, there was a movie called The Man of La Mancha. Um, and Terry Gilliam? Terry Gilliam, yeah. yeah. And he was he was trying to make this movie that was based on a very classic story. And when you watch the movie, it's just like one thing after another goes wrong. And it like... The location that they chose, they ended up being uh, under the flight patterns of uh, supersonic airplanes so that they break the sound barrier and like they couldn't roll sound or keep glass because the, they would shatter. There was a massive rainstorm that hit that completely changed the whole landscape, which has happened. I've been on a set that's that that's happened to. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a there was a point made in the movie about and I remember this in, in film school talking about. There's a term for it, an act of God. Uh, what's the legal term for that? Yeah, an act of God it gets you out of a contract. You know, if there's a, you might have a contract that makes it uh, where that's an out for, from the contract. You cannot perform because something has in is, you know, broken that chain. You just simply can't do what you're what you set out to do. Mm. I always like that line in the contracts. It just kind of makes me smile for some reason. It's like, well, if Jesus came back, we'd be like, well, let's let's stop for a minute and just kind of take this let's, in. Let's ponder this <laughs> like, for a and, moment. And, and, and we're all good with this, right? We can all stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an act of God. Okay. Yeah. Good. 
It makes me smile. The Lord is back. Uh, does our insurance cover this? Can we have lunch? <laughs> Can we have a longer lunch? So in that kind of occasion of like, say, uh, so I'll use the example of a movie that we shot um, down in Jinx several years ago where we were we were filming. We saw on the radars, we were shooting down in this valley area and the it was very steep hills to get down to our location. We were shooting down in a, in a riverbed that at the time had no water in it. Then... An Oklahoma-style storm swept through. The like the sound department was underwater within. I'm not even kidding. Like within 15 minutes, the sound department was underwater. The the um, stake bed trucks and like all the trucks and everything that were trying to make it up the hills kept sliding and like almost like it took us two hours to get out of there just to just to get back to a, a safe, secure place. So that would be considered an act of God. So where can insurance come into something like that? So, I mean, it's important to know that, that insurance, and this, this is going to get to a broader topic about coverage, what, what insurance does, right? And so where the, a common coverage under these policies is like extra expense or cast expense, where if someone gets sick, you can, you know, you have to stop shooting for a while, you you can get some coverage there. So there are some coverages that can, you can utilize for suspension of, of, of the shoot. And, you know, I think we're getting into mainly bigger shoots at that point. And you're mm -hmm. talking about completion bonds and this kind of thing. So it's, it's probably not the, the target audience we're talking to now. All <laughs> <laughs> um, right. But, but what, what this brings up is the importance of what insurance does is supposed to cover and it's fortuity, Right. So if you're banging holes in the wall and mounting stuff on a location and you leave and they say, hey, you really messed my wall up, that is not covered. Oh. Because it's okay. not, it is intentional. You're banging holes in the wall. Right. You're hanging stuff uh, up. You're supposed yeah. to be fixing that. So there, there's no fortuity there. You gotcha. did it on purpose. That is a very interesting point. Same yes. thing is true about one of the disaster, the disaster stories. So um, a few years back... Maybe you saw this in the news. Uh, there was a shoot in, I think it was Georgia. They went out of some railroad tracks. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sarah Jones, yeah. Lady killed. Mm -hmm. um, director goes to jail, right? Yep. No coverage because illegal. Yep. So, so the insurance did not cover that. Yeah, I, man. Yeah. Ugh. Now, that kind of I, stuff just drives me freaking on the production side of things, like why the hell would you make that choice to get on that railroad track? Mm -hmm. So you have to be thinking in terms of what, same thing is true. And this is hugely important, I think, because this comes up all the time with the equipment that you're renting, you have it on set. You need to be doing those inventories on a daily basis, right? Keep track of the equipment you're renting because you can't at the end of the shoot, just have a whole bunch of stuff go missing and expect mm. that to get covered. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, because mm, that because that's sense. that's just mysterious disappearance or that's just stuff stuff that goes missing. It's your task with keeping control of it. So if it goes missing, the reason you take the inventory is so that you can say, hey, you know, where's this stuff? You can talk to the crew. And if a police report needs to get made because mm. it was stolen, right. now you make the police report and guess what? that's going to be covered. Yeah. So st same with, you know, stuff that's gets stolen out of a vehicle. Uh, the vehicle gets broken into, you know, 
you make a police report, yeah, you'll get that stuff back. If so you, that way, you know, if you have general. a mm-hmm. if you have a pre written out inventory, it's not. If you don't have that, and then something gets stolen, you can't just be like, "Well, well, I lost yeah. my uh, Rol- Rolex watch, my, my platinum watch, right. my, my, my gold my, diamond, my Lamborghini's gone." Oh, my spare Fabergé egg. <laughs> They'll be prove it, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's a picture that I got from Google. So There's a we, picture of it on my wrist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not on my wrist. Yeah. Someone that wrist is black, sir. Yeah. So. <laughs> so do you like a uh, do you like a challenge whenever uh, someone's kind of giving you insurance? Like if someone came up and was like, "I got a stunt." Heavy explosion, heavy feature. I, okay, I'm so, seeing that. See, I'm seeing the head start to okay, shake so a little the, bit. The stunts are. This is so fascinating because what people don't realize what is a stunt, right? Okay, so you can you can go down the typical things like you know any pyrotechnics. You're going to explode some stuff. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. But remember, basically, anything with an animal is a stunt. Mm. It can uh, be interesting. A lap dog. Well, that is generally excluded under policies because that's something with an animal. Right. Wow. Um, almost anything with a vehicle, you should just assume it's not covered. You know, uh, mm. certainly no racing, athletic competitions, right. all that kind of stuff. You know, um, I guess the, the other thing that people don't think about is, oh, you know, we're just going to have a fist fight, but it's, it, it's just choreographed. So... Mm-hmm. It's going to be, well, it's kind of like a bar fight. And I mean, only if some bottles will be thrown, but <laughs> well, that's a stunt. Yeah. You know, yeah. or we're just going to drive, you know, it's just like a gang of us and we're going to drive ATVs around. That's a stunt. Mm-hmm. Right. You, know, you have to think about it in terms of, you know, almost anything where some large injury can occur, it's going to be considered a stunt. So falls, you know, of course, squibs, of course, pyrotechnics. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all stunts. But mm-hmm. even just animals. Uh, that's so definitely interesting. Definitely horses. So what what you need to do is ahead of time, um, be ready. Tell mm-hmm. your insurance broker we're going to have the following stunt. It's going to you need details about it. It's going to be one scene. It's going to be shot on this Saturday probably. It's going to involve three actors. Here's what's going to happen. What they're going to come back with is they're going to say, okay, um, who's your stunt coordinator? Uh, let's see a resume mm-hmm. from them. What have they done in the past? And give that to us, and you can get it approved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, and then the insurance would cover those and things. It would cover it. Yeah. Otherwise, there's kind of blanket exclusions for all kinds of stunts. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a blanket exclusion. That's um, interesting. The so automobile is d- another. This is a really important point. Okay. Automobiles. You cannot expect to put a rig up on a car, film it driving around a street or a parking lot without that being a stunt. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, if point. you are going to film automobiles from the sidewalk mm-hmm. and those aren't your people in the car and mm-hmm. it's just cars driving by, you know, in general, that's going to be covered. Yeah. But you're somebody's in a car shooting or they put the rig on the outside that's generally going to be a stunt so mm-hmm. come come forward with it immediately let's let's get that stuff on the policy um and it'll be fine yeah now will you get charged extra depends depends on the stunt or, or you, think about ways to work around it and this is a 
this is a critical thing. I know some guys came to us a while back and said, um, you know, we're going to shoot a kid in a boat on a lake. I'm like, okay. What <laughs> <laughs> could go wrong? Hmm. Yep. He's not going to get shot at, right? Right. Yeah. No, it's going to just a kid in a boat. Great. No, no Fredo scene from the Godfather. No, <laughs> nope. it's Godfather it's Junior. Just fine. Yeah. Godfather Junior. Um, so I said, in, it's going to cost you more. You know, we can do it. We can get it done. And I said, instead of that, why don't you put the boat on the shore and put the kid in the boat on the shore? Uh, mm -hmm. Think about, you know. Being strategic in the way that strategic. you cover the scene. Yeah, yeah. use mm -hmm. CG if you can. Or, or, you know, think about Psycho, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't need to necessarily see the scene. You know, we had somebody redo a, a fall from a window same way. First, they were going to do, oh, yeah, it's, it's only going to be two stories. Like, <laughs> only two <laughs> stories. <laughs> it's why don't we shoot? Why don't you shoot from a ground floor? Yeah. And, yeah. and have them, you know, kneeling outside the window and show a hand or something. Yeah. 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 So they, they restructured wow. it so they avoided it being a stunt. So you can do that. You can get around them by just being a little bit more creative or not showing it or sound off camera or mm -hmm. something like that. Let's, let's, let's be creative in avoiding the stunts. Then you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. You're not doing a stunt anymore. You know what this makes me think of is like all those times that you're, that you're on a shoot and someone gets a bright idea of, you know, like, Oh, what if we, like on the day, like, mm -hmm. wouldn't it be cool if we did a, a shot of this or did some kind of this thing and that is such a kind of a sobering perspective on, you know, that, that part of the creative process that you do have to keep in mind of like, sure, you can do that. But if something goes sour because you didn't do the proper planning, because you didn't, you know, follow the correct procedure, then you're going to be in way more financial hurt than you would had you just gone through the correct, you know, procedure. Mm hmm I mean, nobody so, wants to see anybody get hurt on set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're creative, be creative. Right. You know, use, use your, you know, use your thinking to try to avoid involving people that are going to get hurt. Uh, so you, you can usually figure out a way around it. Yeah. How, so don't treat it like you're being stifled. Treat it like a challenge. There to you be go. Met. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. How often does it, whenever those lists of things come in, like, oh, we want this, this, how often does your head kind of just go, oh, <laughs> I'm the bad guy for telling them I don't make the pricing up. You That's know? true. They, you're yeah, trying to protect to, them, and they're like, the, "How dare you, yeah. Ed? <laughs> that price is insane." Yeah. <laughs> but the alternative, and or they say, "This is the this is the one that drives me nuts." Is when they come to me and they say, "Well, we did this on the last film, and the insurance was half the price." Like, okay, was that insured? Mm -hmm. ah. Are you? You know, is that? Were you completely you honest with the yeah. insurance yeah. broker whenever yeah. you're, man? Yeah. Golly, that's. So there's a little bit of detective work with it too, of just like, uh, come on, how serious is this guy or yeah. person or a little bit? Just like, yeah, okay, okay. Man. Okay, so we're going to take this from, from stage one. We're going to do a little role play with Ed here, uh, and we're going to get insured for our movie. Uh, Nick, um, what, what do you think? What, what's a good title for our movie? Baseballs of Wasps. Baseballs of Wasps. Yes. And uh, let's see here. We're going to come up with a quick log line. Uh, baseballs of Wasps. Is this white Anglo-Saxon Protestant? Yes. Okay. Yes. Baseballs of Wasps. So the, of the, yes. of the, it's made of people. Yes. 
I don't so know. So it's not a stunt. So it's not a stunt. Okay, no animals. No animals. Yeah, right. No animals. Yeah. So we're going to say, let's see, this is the coming of age tale of a man uh, who establishes his uh, all wasp baseball team um, to face off against the. Uh, the. Uh, uh, Oh, boomer generation. I don't the know. The boomer generation. <laughs> the waspers of the boomers. I don't yeah. know. I it was, sounds like it it sounds like uh um, young wasps. Yeah. It's it's, it's like young, a gang. It's <laughs> it's the young wasp versus the kids from the YMCA. Yeah. yeah. Oh, those kids from the YMCA. Those ras those little rascals. Yeah. So, we we done we done fan Okay, so Ed, I want you to play the part of Ed. <laughs> <laughs> My one true love. He's getting into character. All right, Ed. Thanks for meeting with us. Uh, me and my partner here, uh, Jimbo. We uh, we done come into a pretty good bit of change. And I tell you, big chunk, big chunk. I I don't ask how it came about. Is uh, you know mysterious circumstances, but it's in our hands. We'll it's just cash, say we like Breaking Bad a whole lot. And I want to make a movie about <laughs> wasps, but not the insects. That's right. It's a coming-of-age tale about a man that establishes a baseball team to beat the boomer team. So, Ed, uh, let me tell you straight up, we're not going to have too many stunts in this. This is going to be pretty straightforward. We don't need this insurance crap, do we? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm really glad that you have money because you came to the right place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I, I'm, I'm, I agree with that first part. I am glad I have money. <laughs> and I'm really glad also that it's not a zombie film. That's well, the sequel. That, oh. that is the sequel. That is the sequel. So what we need to f figure out first is, you know, do you have a, you have a script, guys? You know, you just, is this just broad brush, broad stroke? You know, we got, we got what we call an outline, and that's, right. that's about it. It's going to be actually an uh, – uh, we're, we're going to kind of do it Curb Your Enthusiasm style. You've seen that Curb Your Enthusiasm. Well, that's mostly improvised. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to have an outline, basically, and each scene – the actors are just going to hit one beat after another, but ain't no going to be no script. Improvisation. Okay. Okay. So you're going to have to tell me what the budget is. You're going to have to tell me uh, when you're going to start shooting. Is this t tonight? Well, Tomorrow let's. <laughs> well, we were. Hopefully hopefully we we were have gonna, a little bit of time. We got. We, we got $550,000 in was, cash. I got the camera in my car. I was kind of hoping I could walk out and just start, you know, kind of okay. filming and going to it. You know, if, you, if you're telling me that can't happen, oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, we got a we got a pretty penny. We got about 50 grand, 50 okay. grand to spend. Anybody requiring you to have insurance? Are you going to be shooting? No one tells me to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, are you going to go to any city that needs a, a permit? Uh, to shoot on the streets. You like sound like just all them officials I've been emailing and everything. I said, we want to film here. They said, where's your permit? I said, uh, it's called being a United States citizen. So we were actually thinking about shooting. Uh, basically, we're going to use this ghost town up north Oklahoma. Uh, you know, there used to be a bunch of lead mines there, but it's the, the, the town's done been cleaned straight out. So it's empty. There ain't nobody there mm -hmm. except for a couple OSBI. But we're going to shoot there. A couple six-legged coyotes, but we don't worry about them. We're not going to film them. I'm going to assume you have permission to shoot there. I don't need to know anything more. <laughs> assume away, Ed. Assume away. <laughs> we're, we're looking at we're going to be shooting there for a total of 10 days. Mm-hmm. And, and 12 nights. That's yeah. right. So 
We need to know. Uh, first of all, I got to tell you, if it's going to be baseball, that's considered a, a competition. So, so that's a sporting competition. So that's a stunt, guys. Oh so, no! What? Yeah. Like, what are you have telling to know more me? More about this Ed? baseball game is. So give me. Let's give me some sketch about this. About the. About the uh, story. So is anyone going to be set on fire? Any anybody going to be exploded? Anyone going to be shot at? Are we talk about squibs? Are we talk about people in boats? So we talk mm. about people in airplanes. You done this? Precision driving. You done this? Describe the opening credits. <laughs> um, so we're. It, I would say that it's going to be about fifty percent baseball games. Okay. Now we do have uh, a, a Rottweiler who is the mascot of the game. Don't ask why, because it's wasps. He's the mascot. He's going to be in a. He's in a wasp costume. It's adorable. It's and a it's Rottweiler gonna, in a wasp. That's right. We're we're trying to sell tickets to a specific demographic. <laughs> we know our people. <laughs> they people like Rottweilers and wasp costumes playing baseball. So I assume you guys, you you definitely have some distribution deal set up. I can tell with a with a film that sounds this fascinating. I mean, you're already talking to Sony or Ed. Have you ever heard of YouTube? Oh, YouTube. Okay, it's gonna it's gonna live right on there and take off like wildfire. It's gonna get a viral. We're 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 gonna put it on the tubes of you, and we're gonna put it on Vimeo. That Vimeo. is the plan so far. Vimeo. <laughs> But that's but that's about all we got lined up. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get us that. Uh, we don't need that insurance, right? But you can uh, take care of us in case anything goes wrong, right? 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 Definitely need to buy a policy. This sounds like it's. This is a real movie. You. It sounds like you guys have really hit on something that's going to be fascinating. It's been very a- creative, and the world is going to want to see this movie. Therefore, let me get you an application. Fill it out. We can get you insurance quickly on this i think this is this just sounds like you sound like the gentleman that i really want to be working with you know what buddy i, th- I think this i excuse us for a second uh, Ed, buddy yeah roscoe i don't think this is the guy i think this is the guy too. i think this he, he rolls with us we know he knows what we want we're about this here's our man do you know how to write your name uh i think it starts with a j oh i'm just gonna all we need is an x on the i'll on just the put an x sign sealed delivered <laughs> That looks more like a Y, but that's all right. Oh, you partner. So, all right. So we're looking at a 10-day shoot up in, uh, oh, I can't even think of the name of the town. But, but it's not as poison town. Not as radioactive as it used to be. Not nearly. So now we're looking at a, 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 a describe to us, because this ain't going to be one of them annual things. This is just one of them project-to-project things. So project, what, yeah. Do you have, a, do you have a, an LLC set up for this film? I got an LLC and a DUI. Perfect. We got to have an LLC. What exactly is a Lilica? I think you need to talk to a lawyer and then come back to me when you have this all settled. I've done talk to a lawyer about the DUI. <laughs> we cut to after we've talked to a lawyer and established an LLC. Oh. <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> Jimbo. I'm did, feeling better already. already. Did you bring the camera? Well, Roscoe, I actually left it in uh, my locket box. Oh, it's over. But I, but I did bring the certificate that proves that we're a Lilica now. We're legit. How much is that camera worth? What kind of equipment are we talking about? Was about for this film. Was about ten thousand, but then uh, mm. looks like it's floating down the river, right? So now. you're gonna need to rent some new equipment then. It looks like that we're gonna rent like... some new equipment now. I got a buddy who's got a red. <laughs> I got a cousin who's got a blue. <laughs> 
We can put them together and we get a purple. I think we need to get a white so we can get... That sounded weird. Oh, don't you be talking. I was going to try to get a red, white, and blue, but... Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yep, there we go. I think I found a place I'm going to edit right out. Yep. <laughs> so that's our movie. I, I feel like, you know what? I feel like now that we brought Ed on board, I feel like this movie, I feel like that movie's going to take off whatever it was called. <laughs> Baseball wasps. So... <laughs> Ed, you've been such a good sport. You are a trooper. <laughs> this, if this, anybody this, could make insurance funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, you guys did it. Just this, this, this awesomely informative <laughs> dude just <laughs> taking his Sunday just to sit on a couch with a couple weirdos. Thank you, Ed. I Thank you very I'm much. You guys are wearing pants. <laughs> In person. And just wait till you leave. <laughs> now, before we before we let you go, though, I do want to touch on the distribution side of things because you mentioned that at the very top of the of our conversation about well, I it to you guys when you came in with the movie idea. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we, you need to start thinking about it right at the beginning mm-hmm. because if you think you're going to get a, a distribution deal, start thinking about clearance of those copyrights and trademarks. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So somebody might have made a movie called baseball wasps <laughs> i feel so sorry for them <laughs> that might be registered on you might be out of luck i should have so, ungoogled that you start you start looking at uh you know you, so and a, a lawyer could help you with that right um get your clearance logs make sure you get your your releases from the you know the the people that you're interviewing if you're doing a you're doing an improv thing people on the street you need to make sure you you have all that stuff together, make a nice notebook of all of the clearances from all the talent. And, you know, look at the scene, you know, your scene logs, right? Do you have anything that's copyright or trademark in people's shirts, mm. t-shirts in the background, all the little all stuff, all that little stuff. But if you're thinking about it ahead of time, it makes it a little bit easier to pull out later on. Um, I mean, that movie sounds so comic, it might just fall within the... <laughs> it was a war yeah. drama. <laughs> it's a historical period. War yeah. Drama. So that's the kind of thing. So afterwards, if you've got that stuff, if it's in your head, uh, you won't have to recreate it. You know, you can create it on the fly. You don't have to create it later. Uh, it puts you in a good position to get a distribution deal if you've already got that stuff lined up. And then... You know, there's insurance that you'll be required to get. Let's say you get a deal with Vimeo. Mm-hmm. They're going to require three-year policy for errors and omissions that's going to cover copyright and trademark violations that are in your film in order to get that distributed on Vimeo. Oh, so um, you need to get this stuff even for the distributor to, to even consider you. Uh, that- no, no, no. You can get the, They'll require that on the deal, so that'll be part of the contract. We're not okay. distributing this film unless you right. have the insurance. But guess what? Recreating all of that stuff later, going back to everybody and saying, oh, you know, can you sign a release because we're going to get yeah. a distribution of this yeah. film? And Oof. you're going to have to have that stuff ready and put together. And and to go back through the film and have to scrub logos oh. and, you know, trademark material that's yeah. in the background. If you can avoid oh, shooting a- it initially, mm-hmm. yeah. then you have a whole lot less to worry about save yourself some pain and anguish people yeah and that's pixelation on on someone's t-shirt you know yeah who wants to do that you know this production that's yeah loads of fun mm-hmm. yeah what is this live pd 
this pixelation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's why it's important to Greek the products that are, that are in the shot and everything and all that. Which I usually we need to talk to an art director about Greeking, which is when whenever you strategically cover logos and all that kind of stuff. It's it's tedious. I want to talk to someone about Frenching. That's disgusting. <laughs> Ed, I feel like we're we've only covered like just like the first initial layer of this. Uh, do you think we could eventually have you back on? I would love to come back. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I feel we've scratched the surface and there's so much more. And, and Ed, you're just a wealth of knowledge on this. I'm still wrapping my brain around that animals are stunts. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> like really, for that's gonna mess real. With for, for real. A while. <laughs> <laughs> for- that's a good dad one. joke. <laughs> dad <laughs> joke. <laughs> the perfect period. Man, this. Well, Ed, um, where if somebody is wanting to reach out to you, uh, where would they do that if they're looking for insurance on their pro- in their project or their production company? So definitely in Oklahoma, we have Oklahoma-film.com. Very nice. And we've actually laid out in super simple format some of those facts about stunts. Go look through the list. Excellent. If you fall on in that list, including furry animals, <laughs> um, come, you know, ask for that right at the top of the order, you know? Yeah. Another baseball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, this is writing itself. <laughs> That's why Nick and I are going to go and write this movie after we're done. Yeah. I, I, maybe. Yeah. We're shaking our heads as yeah, we're saying it. <laughs> Ed, thank you so much for coming on, man. It's been a real pleasure. This real has pleasure. Been awesome. My pleasure. And uh, we can't Thanks, wait guys. to have you back for sure. The Oki Show Show is a mostly harmless media podcast recorded at Tower Studios in Oklahoma City. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If you're a business or industry professional that would like to advertise on the podcast, email info at okishowshow.com. Rates starting as low as $25.